0: Bang. What's up, y'all? I'm Nick, a senior writer over here at Sports Pack 12. And this is going to be our mailbag question segment. So I'll be answering the questions you sent in here in a podcast format. And if you'd like a written response, send them over to fellow senior writer and Dane Miller. And so in all seriousness... I have a lot of fun answering these questions. They take my research and my thinking all over the conference. And one point I want to reiterate is I'm just like you. I'm a Pac 12 fan, so in all seriousness, we're one and the same. We may cheer for different schools, but hey, we're all Pac 12 fans in the end. We're very similar. So from down south to the Arizona schools, to up north to the Washington schools, to East in Utah, and Colorado. We got Oregon and Cali in between. And in our entirety, we make up the Pac-12 Conference. And even though we compete against each other during the year, let's come together for this podcast and have a heck of a lot of fun. So without further ado, let's get to today's question. And thanks for tuning in as always. All right, guys, it's mailbag question time. We got a question today from Mitch. In Cottage Grove, Oregon, and it reads, Who do you think will have the most rushing yards this season? Can anyone beat out CJ Verdell? So, again, question from Mitch, actually two questions, and who do you think will have the most rushing yards this season? And can anyone beat out CJ Verdell? So, for those of you who don't know, CJ Verdell is Oregon's halfback, but before I dive into the three choices I'm going to give you today, as always, I have a lot of fun with these. Cottage Grove is a really tight name. That's seriously like, a really cool name and sounds like a place where I'd really, really like to visit, but it also sounds like a place where bears might be. So I'm kinda of 50-50 on it. You gotta let me know, Mitch, are there bears in Cottage Grove? Sounds like a very berry place. So let's get to it. This is a question I really enjoyed research. Always pretty fun when you can look at some highlights. So if you're looking at the three real options here today, you're gonna have Oregon State running back Jamar Jefferson, Washington State halfback Max Borgi and the aforementioned Ducks running back in C.J. Burdell. Those are the three players I'm going to be analyzing. But just to give you a little flair, a little extra, I'm not going to discuss this guy. You can't rule out California running back Christopher Brown Jr. because his offensive line does return all five starters. That's all I'm going to say about Christopher Brown Jr. But again, Cal's line returns all five starters, so you have to include that. But again, the three choices are I'm going to choose from Oregon State halfback Jamar Jefferson, WSU's halfback, Max Borgie, and C.J. Verdell. So we're going to start in no particular order here with the second and third choices. And Jamar Jefferson is going to be the guy I'm going to start with here. Again, second and third is not an option, maybe 2A, 2B between him and Borgie. But if you're looking at Jefferson, the reason his numbers are going to go down is they lost Isaiah Hodgins and Jake Luton, but more so I'd say Hodgins. His ability to stretch the field, You've all heard me say this before about wide receivers. If you have a guy who can stretch the field and just takes so much pressure off the halfback, and really the whole offense in its entirety, because the defense will always be fearing that big long ball over the top. So I'm not going on this whole rant again, but he will likely see more stack boxes this year. And on top of that, he's coming back from an ankle injury. And will this slow him down? He has a burst for sure, but not that elite level burst. So an ankle injury could really linger and take away essentially one of his biggest strengths. And so that leads me to believe, could his freshman year be his best? He put up truly phenomenal stats his freshman campaign. And last year was just, you know, a a little bit of a drop off for sure. So maybe maybe a little bit more than a little bit, but there's definitely a drop off. He's definitely one of the best backs in the Pac-12. There's no denying that. But I don't think he'll have a good enough O-line or really any weapons around him to take pressure off of him. If you're looking at O.S. Units entirety, Champ Flemings and Bradford, they're solid, but not enough to stretch out defenses on a consistent basis. And they lost three valuable starters in their offensive line, including left tackle Blake Brandell, who's rated the best pass blocker in the country, and left guard Gus Lavaca, who's also a great run blocker. So all these factors here lead me to believe that Jamar Jefferson will not be the guy. Again, just... They just have nothing really around him. I'd expect a, just a really down year for him. Maybe not down. I'd say, you know, 800 yards. So that's not terrible, but I wouldn't expect over a K this year. Just OSU's offense in its entirety is pretty weak. Last year's stats read 685 yards on the ground, eight touchdowns, and very limited action as a receiver out of the backfield. But he did have two touchdown catches to his name. So got to include that for sure. Next guy I'm going to hop into here is Max Borgie, and he might have the most total yards in terms of his combination of receiving and running skills, but not pure rushing stats. So there's a caveat here. There is a little caveat. Again, he's a very, very solid receiver and maybe the best all-around back in the Pac-12. I don't think, again, just like Jefferson, he has that elite explosive burst. So I can't really say how, you know, if he's that top guy or top peer running back But again, out of the backfield, combined with his rushing skills, or excuse me, his receiving skills, he is a very valuable weapon. And I'd say that he's probably the most valuable player to his team. So like, in other words, WSU would be completely screwed on offense without Borgie. They'd be in a heck of a lot of trouble last year. And you can't really say that with other backs on this list. You just just can't say that. I do think he'll create enough huge runs to be the rushing leader in the Pac-12. Hold up, I had to slow down and catch my thought there for a second. So again, I feel like he may be the most valuable player to his team in, seriousness, in all seriousness. But again, I don't think he'll do enough or create enough huge runs to be the rushing leader in the Pac-12. And WC's new run-and-shoot offensive system, even though it's not like a Mike Leach heavy air raid type system, they still pass a lot more than they run. And I think people don't realize that. Again, the run-and-shoot does feature... A more, I'd say, dominant passing system versus as many rushes as people may think. I think a lot of people think that the run and shoot runs the ball a lot more. Maybe in the original, old 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 school days, but the offense has been revamped as time has gone on. But we're not gonna, not going to hop into that whole area. Or excuse me, um, run and shoot history right here. So you're looking at another interesting element is how's the O line going to adjust from the air raid splits to essentially a more traditional system i'd assume a more traditional system we haven't seen it in action but the air raid splits on the offensive line are just really weird so i don't know if the offensive line is going to be able to block as efficiently as they may have done in the past these are all kind of big elements but the number one reason i don't think that he's going to be the russian leader is again because of the fact that Rolovich's system really passes a lot more than it rushes. Even though, contrary to popular belief, he's just probably not going to get enough touches from the running back position to really dominate, statistically speaking. You're looking at his stats last year, which were very, very impressive. 817 yards on the ground with 11 touchdowns, complemented by 86 receptions for 597 yards and five more touchdowns. So in combination, you have over 1,400 yards from the line of scrimmage and 16 touchdowns. Like I said, definitely the most important piece to an individual team. And the winner, yeah, you know, sometimes I like to fire back at the fans and <laughs> just, just be a little tricky, a little difficult. But honestly, CJ Verdell is probably the only realistic choice this year. I think he's a very solid player, but I'm not 100% sold on him as being a back. I've said it before, I'll say it again, blah, 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 blah. I think he's very good. And Probably the best back in the Pac-12. I mean, just watching all the highlights, he has an extra gear that no one else has, plain and simply. It's pretty cool to see. But I don't think he's as great as everyone thinks he is. I, I want to make that clear. I am choosing him, though, because I believe out of all the teams with an all-conference-type running back, his offensive line and the team system will really work in his favor. So you're looking at Oregon. They did lose four starting offensive linemen last year, but, and there is a but, they still return Panay Suwol. will excuse me, And he's probably the best O-lineman in the country. I'd say he is, in my opinion. But again, I am covering the Pac-12 here. So let's uh, keep that in mind. But again, they also have some talented newcomers coming in on the line. And Stephen Jones, Alex Forsyth, and Jonathan Dennis. And I believe they'll probably learn pretty quickly under head coach Mario Cristobal, who's a former offensive lineman himself. And it's the Ducks. So these guys are probably pretty highly recruited. (laughs) That's another element to include. But back to Verdell, the guy who's in the actual question, I, dude, I don't know exactly what I have against him. I would love to tell you if why <laughs> there's something I have against him. I don't know. But I do think he is a good player. D- don't get me wrong. And seriously, probably the best back in the Pac-12. But I didn't say great, y'all. So seriously, c- calm down. I did not say great. I did not say great. But again, I'd be lying if I didn't say he isn't the most explosive back in conference. And if you're just looking at it more from a stylistic-type standpoint, while the Ducks are figuring out the new quarterback situation with Tyler Shute or whoever it may be replacing Herbert, I'd expect him and Sewol to be the bread and butter. So essentially, you know, these guys are going to get a lot of touches, or uh, CJ will get a lot of touches behind Sewol and you'd expect them to pick up some big yardage, especially in non-conference games, and he could really pad his stats early in the year. I mean with the exception of that Ohio State matchup. That's probably not going to be easy, but there's probably one or two gimmies in there. So last year he ran for 1,220 yards and eight touchdowns and 125 receiving yards. You're looking at C.J. Verdell. Again, he just has a next gear that not any other back that I've seen in this conference contains. Really, not even close, to be quite frank. When you watch the highlights, it's just his change of pace, his speed. It is something else. I still don't think he's great, though, y'all. So... Those are going to be my three choices. Again, you got Max Borgie, maybe the best all-around back because of his combination of running and receiving. You got Jamar Jefferson, who had a very solid season two years ago, but I just don't see him having enough around him to really help him out this year. And C.J. Verdell will be my choice. Hands down, the most explosive halfback in the Pac-12. But don't forget about Christopher Brown Jr. Again, Cal returns all five stars in the offensive line and yeah well that was kind of a weird transition to get us out of here just remember cj verdell y'all cj verdell is gonna win the russian title next year how about that we're getting out of here again thank you for the question mitch i agree with you that's a mitch 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 sorry mitch mitch i'm struggling man mitch 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 from cottage grove oregon <laughs> all right man thanks for the question buddy and i agree with you i don't think that anyone can beat out cj verdell